0: So last year at this time, uh, the inventory levels were significantly down. So uh, we measure that based on uh, year-over-year sales. So at this time last year, it was off about 18% compared to the year before. Where we look for signs of improvement is in in those sales. And so this year, uh, sales are still off, but only off by about 2%. So what that means is, There is inventory availability, shoppers that are going out uh, locally now will see significantly more inventory on the dealer slots locally compared to last year.
1: Tim, how did that affect, if at all, the sales of vehicles? I've talked to a few dealerships that said, yes, it was an adjustment, but we were still able to move vehicles. How did that regards to sales with the availability the last year or two?
0: Yeah, so one of the things that we measure as a sign of, um, you know, sales productivity is, like, after the auto show significantly, we would see an increase in sales locally because uh, that would you know, stimulate activity and, the, you know, people would go to the auto show and then go to the dealer's lots. What happened last year, because of the lack of availability inventory, the, as you had mentioned, um, actually orders had to go up. So that was the first time I, that I could ever remember in my career in the automobile business that rather than tracking increased sales, it was actually an increase in orders. Um, and customers at that time were waiting up to three, four, five months for an ordered vehicle rather than um, actually going on the lot and being able to find what they want on, on a local dealer's lot.
1: With us this morning is Tim Elliott. And, again, Tim is the new executive vice president of the Northeast Auto Dealers Association. So when we talked about inventory, Tim, you go back 10 years ago, some of these lots would have two, 300 vehicles on them. Is that a thing of the past is there going to be a meet in the middle where we're seeing some where you still may be have to order some of the others? Update us on where we are in this sector.
0: That's a great question, Ray. Um, I would say we're in a transition, and um, you know, the transition is, as you would mentioned, compared to ten years ago, where um, the the supply exceeded. The demand meaning that there was always plenty of inventory on dealers lots and people could shop around and it would be a fairly competitive marketplace and um, when the demand exceeds the supply of inventory which happened last year that's what increases prices and last year a lot of people were paying over msrp for vehicles believe it or not where we're all used to expected to pay msrp or less and in incentives I, I, we are in a hybrid mode right now where I, 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 the transition is happening in real time where what we didn't know last year was would the, would the consumer make the adjustment you know, to I want it now to will I order it? And in, in fact, we found out that most consumers were actually uh, uh, willing to make the transition to order the exact vehicle that they want rather than to accept maybe a compromise in what was on the dealer's lot.
1: Yeah, and I imagine, Tim, that's probably a case to case, right? You probably do have families that plan for that new vehicle where if they have an order, that's not a big deal. But sometimes you'll get a family that is in dire need of a new vehicle, and that's where they may have to look at something that's on the lot and compromise kind of what they want. So I bet you heard both stories of that fence
0: yeah, and again, it was an unknown. as we've never mm-hmm. been here before where there was such low inventory on dealers' lots, you know, how would the consumer respond to that? Right. And you know what we found out is, as you said, some were immediate, you know, a car got totaled or whatever. they're going to need a car, so they have to take and get whatever's available, but that um, the ones that wound up ordering, actually said they were pleased with that process, that yeah. they were willing to do that.
1: Tim, when we talk about the lack of inventory that we saw a year or so ago, was that all based on the computer chip shortage, or was there more to it?
0: Uh, I would say it was, most of it was the uh, the computer chip shortage, yeah. That affected every single manufacturer, so it wasn't just one or two it was really across the board. When we see a decrease in sales uh, the way we did uh, last year, and then if you compare it by brand, you'll see all of those numbers are down significantly. So that's how we kind of measure that. This was a consistent uh, supply chain issue across the board that affected it. And, um, you know, the chips are in everything. And so manufacturers made the decision not to deliver inventory um, because of the, the lack of the chips and certain components in the vehicle, and that's what created the shortage. And now that that's uh, freeing up, you're seeing more and more inventory right now. The consumer will start benefiting from that because as the inventory increases, so does the competitiveness of the marketplace. As supply increases, prices generally go down.
1: Yeah, Tim, when you talk about the competitiveness, we also saw that in the used car sector, Right. Last couple of years, people were looking for the used cars, the dealers were looking for the used cars, and that's where you were going. How is that side of the auto industry right now when we're talking about used car sales?
0: Yeah, again, a great question. And uh, the amazing thing about uh, automobile dealers is they're uh, extremely adaptive. They're very, very smart business people. And so when the market conditions change, Um, rapidly as they did with the chip shortage so they were able to adapt and and there's a saying that you can't sell from an empty shelf so as the new car supply went down they immediately shifted to now stocking up on more and more um, used cars and uh, if you just watch some of their marketing you'll see a lot of them are um, actually saying that we'll buy off your leases early and things like that those were all driven by the, the reality of the market last year that they needed inventory. They were being aggressive to go after that inventory, and the consumer benefited if they were selling their car. Um, Trading values went up last year significantly because of that supply and demand function. But at the same time, if you were buying, you're actually uh, kind of buying at a higher end of the price. But that's what you know. That's what the market does uh, in times like this.
1: Tim, final question is: Let's talk 2023. Going forward now for the rest of this year, you mentioned inventory seems to be coming back. What is the healthiness of the auto industry right now? United States, and take us right here into Northeast Ohio.
0: Yeah, no, I'm extremely optimistic. Um, the uh, The automobile business, particularly in Northeastern Ohio, is extremely uh, robust. It's very competitive marketplace, so the consumer benefits that way. Inventory levels are back. Um, and there's a lot of exciting new inventory and product coming out. The uh, EV marketplace is really heating up, and I would tell you your local dealer is your best source of education and information on whether an EV is the right vehicle for you in the future. Um, the only reality check I would say is, um, you know, interest rates have gone up, and so the uh, there is going to be a little bit of increase from what compared to last year to this year. But no, I'm a, I'm very very optimistic about the uh, the industry this year.
1: Yeah, why you brought it up, if you don't mind me asking, talk about EV sales. What percentage nationally you're seeing on EV sales? Is that also going on in Northeast Ohio right now? Because there's exciting EV vehicles out there, but a lot of them have been priced pretty high. But I was just reading over the weekend that some of those prices are starting to come down on the EVs.
0: Yeah, we're at a, we're at a tipping point of where in the, in the past, um, you know, Tesla for the last year was really the only brand that was out there that, you know, that's all they built. And so we were kind of known that, but it was a secondary vehicle. It wasn't the primary first vehicle for most families. We're now at the price point. So coming back from the um, auto show, one of the vehicles that caught my attention was the new Chevrolet Bolt. Um, I mean, window sticker price on that is $31,000 for a fully electric vehicle now. That's what I mean by it's mass Uh, production so it's the tipping point is it's also affordability and so we're now at a point where uh, the average family now can consider that make it affordable and uh, that's what makes it very very exciting that's for sure
1: tim great stuff this morning hey how about an overview real quick while i have you i know you had a long weekend how was the cleveland auto show that concluded over the weekend
0: Yeah, you know what? A little bit different floor plan this year, uh, so I think that threw people off a little bit. But actually, it was an excellent show. So the, the turnout was great, and it's one of those—it's one of those traditions in Northeast Ohio. We all get a little cabin fever at this time of year. But a great turnout, uh, amazing show this year. Uh, I, I talked to a lot of different. Uh, aspects of the industry, but most of the consumers that I spoke with were very, very pleased, and anybody that's looking to shop for a car, that's always a great place to start, as you could see everything in about three hours by getting out before you go shopping.